Lord God, we come to worship You this morning. We come into this place where every heart and every voice lifted to You reminds us that it's true. That You're fulfilling Your promise that wherever two or more have gathered in Your name, that here You are right in our midst. So Lord God, we thank You for Your presence. And we pray that that presence would be so real to everyone in this place this morning that we would leave this place touched and shaped by your love. We ask this in the name of your Son, our Savior, and all God's people said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. It's, it's amazing to me, uh, as our services unfold in this place and we worship with one another, um, I think sometimes the people that are most blessed by what actually happens here is me and Terry. Because we, we know we had nothing to do with it. Uh, it's amazing to me that this morning we sang about... Um, uh, waiting upon the Lord and be thou my vision when I was going to start communion with telling you this story about a guy flying blind. Isn't that amazing? She had no idea. God did. Uh, isn't God good? And, and there, there's those nuances with where God whispers his faithfulness to me and to Terry and I think to many of you every day. He's here in our midst. And he wants us to know that he wants to be that kind of real presence in our lives from day to day. His name was Jim O'Neill. He, he was a pilot. And he was 40 minutes into a four-hour flight from Scotland uh, to England when he thought at first that he had been blinded by the sun. He couldn't read any of his instruments. He, he could not focus on anything outside the cockpit. And uh, uh, he sent out a mayday only to discover later that what had actually happened was he was having a stroke. He was piloting his plane alone, and immediately the air traffic controller scrambled a, a nearby person in the Air Force. His name was Paul Gerard, and Paul got up in the air, uh, rushed to him, and flew just 500 feet away where he could observe his every move. He realized that he could not see anything. He couldn't read any of his instruments, and he began guiding him through just to see how he would react very calmly. He would say, a little to the right now, that's good, pull up a little to the left, and they were maneuvering in the sky, and he was getting a feel for how he would respond to his commands, and uh, they were flying together, but the biggest uh, challenge was yet to come, and that was to put the plane down safely in the intervening airport where they had picked for the landing. It took eight turns around the airport, bouncing off the landing strip several times before finally on the eighth try it was it was a near perfect landing and Jim O'Neill was safely home can, can you identify with Jim what, what it's like to be in a place and suddenly struck by something that you never saw coming that, that leaves you with eyes not to see what's next or what could possibly happen. Maybe it didn't happen in midair. Maybe it happened mid-semester. <laughs> Maybe it happened just somewhere midlife. You know what I'm talking about, the, the divorce that took you off the blueprint of your life, the financial disaster that 
was never in the cards. The child that you never saw straying from the path and now you can't get to turn home. You know what it's like? To be struck as if blind in mid-flight and, and have to depend upon then the, the voice of the commander flying nearby to get you home. Little right, little left, up on the nose now. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. You're safely home. Right now, wherever you are mid-flight, God wants to be a part of it. This meal was meant for places just like this, for times just like this. Do you hear the good news? You may not know what's ahead, but you do not fly alone. Listen to his voice. Count on his presence. It's promised with you until you are safely home. This morning we invite you to this meal. A reminder right here, mid-flight, that he's with us. Each of us. On the night that he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread and he gave thanks to you, our Father. And he broke the bread and he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks to you, our God, and he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and drink from this, all of you. For this is the cup of the new covenant and it's poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins, do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So, Lord God, we pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread. And, Father, we pray that they would be a point of contact for our faith to receive your very presence powerfully into our lives. Speak to us again this morning, Lord God. Be that voice that guides us where we cannot see until we are safely home. We thank you for your presence, for your reassuring power in our lives. Help us to trust you with every maneuver we make in life. We ask it in the name of your Son, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.